Your Story Addendum, episode 26 we're up to. I know that because I just went and checked. It's been a long time since I've done one of these, and I thought I uh, might bring you up to speed. Those of you who follow your story in the uh, podcast about other people's lives, because I have, I have two podcasts now. I've got Your Story, and I've got Create Your Life Story. I mentioned Create Your Life Story on the previous addendum that I did, and I, I've mentioned that I've been very busy doing that, and really that's probably taking up most of my time these days. I spend a couple of days preparing for each of those particular episodes, so I spend a lot of time. But I just wanted to let you know that I'm still doing your story, even though there are going to be times like this. I had a look at when I published the last two, and they were back in November, two episodes in November, but nothing since. So it's been very quiet. And I sent out emails to quite a few people leading up to Christmas, and they all went, ah, silly season's coming, and it's all a bit hard right now, and uh, we'll catch you after Christmas. And I thought, yeah, great, no worries. So gave it, you know, a good week after the new year, which is what you've got to do. You know, let everything settle a little bit, and let people come back from holidays. And then if you've been sort of keeping a bit of an eye on my Twitter feed and what's been happening here in Australia, we've had a few climactic, yes, both climate and also eventful things happen. And uh, Brisbane, where I live, um, decided to have a, a little bit of a flood. And as I walk right now down towards the Brisbane River, I'm now starting to walk on the remains of that particular flood that happened only three weeks ago the silt that is built up all over this grass that used to be here. Now it's all just covered in mud. Most of it's been cleared away. The reason I mention that to you is I don't live very far from the river, only about four or 500 metres, and my street is actually a little bit of low-lying land. And for the last 30 to 40 years, well, for the last 10 years, I've always known that this could happen every 30 to 40 years. And the, the last major flood was in 1974. So I knew that, you know, the first decade of the 21st century was going to be a decade when another flood was probably going to happen. And sure enough, just a few weeks ago, that's exactly what happened. The Brisbane River is a slow, meandering brown waterway. It's not, it's not a fast-flowing stream by any stretch of the imagination. And during the drought, it actually becomes very tidal, becomes an estuary, and the water goes in and out depending on what the tides are doing. But three weeks ago, we had an absolute deluge of rain. Everything lined up to cause all this water to start flowing down from the catchment. Like I said, this happens every 30 or 40 years, and I was prepared for it, at least emotionally prepared for it. I knew that this would one day happen to me, and I've often thought of my strategies. I've just written a long post over at IME and my uh, private blog. If you're interested in reading that, I'll have a link in the show notes at yourstorypodcast.com as well where I basically mention what I got up to but I knew that this would probably happen and I'd have to do something about it one day so I thought the process through and I well it actually played out as exactly as I had always strategized it on the Monday night uh, we heard about this inland tsunami they called it it was just this absolute deluge that was dumped on my hometown of Toowoomba and some of that water 
flowed east down the escarpment, picking up a whole heap of kinetic force raging down the escarpment and wiped out a couple of small towns of Withcott and Grantham on the way through. Uh, We're talking about a wall of water, much like the tsunami that wiped out India back in uh, Boxing Day 05. And that wall of water swept down through the valley and met up with a slow-moving trough that was basically sitting over the other part of the catchment and all that water mixed together to create this catastrophic event that was descending on southeast Queensland. So I spoke to my daughter as we went to bed on the Monday night and I said, looks like this is the one. This is going to be the one that I've always thought could happen. And I said to her, I said, what we do if it gets bad, if it does happen, here's a strategy. We strip out all the electronics and our computers and our memorabilia. Then we grab our clothes and then if we've got time after that, we start looking at the second layer of things that we want to rescue. And depending on what time we've got, we rescue more and more stuff. Like I said, I've always thought this through. I've never worried about uh, insurance against flood because I sort of figured that if I can get you know, the important stuff out, the worst it's going to cost me is $5,000 to repaint and renovate my unit. So that's what we started doing. Uh, Grantham, those communities further west, only had literally minutes to get themselves sorted. Ipswich, which is a little bit further west of us, had about 24 hours. But fortunately, we had three days, as it turns out. And in that three-day period, I had help from other people to rescue my stuff, particularly things like mattresses and fridge and things like that, things, the bigger items that I can't transport in my sedan. And because I got their assistance, I was able to get everything out. And I mean everything. I stripped cupboard doors and shelving units, the whole works and jerks. Basically, anything I left behind were things that I could happily get wet and just clean up, things like tables and chairs. And uh, I managed to strip it all out. Well, as it turns out, the water came to my neighbour's block, but only came up to the boundary of my property line. So I never actually got water in my property. It basically just came to the very edge and we lost power for eight days but didn't actually get water on the property so I had all my gear out and I had no problem in amongst all this I was helping some other people move out move back in then eventually to clean up their place and I was doing a little bit of stuff around me and living away from my unit because I had to get out of course so that was that first week that was three weeks ago And I decided that, well, I was going to, after the flood, clean up the place and repaint it because it would have all got wet and dirty and would have been ugly and stinking. Well, just because I didn't get flooded, why not do that anyway? So in the last couple of weeks, I've set about doing a bit of a renovation. I've repainted my unit, cleaned it all up, got rid of a heap of stuff and uh, going to get rid of more stuff as now that I've separated the... uh, dross that I've accumulated over the last few years from the stuff I want to keep and I'm basically going to restart my life in a way with a a new freshly painted renovated unit and uh, yeah yeah, take on 2011 with a new vim and vigour and make the most of it basically polish this you know problem into something worthwhile so that's what I've been doing the last few weeks and in amongst that I haven't had time to do any work on Create Your Life Story. I haven't been able to do any work on chasing up the leads from pre-Christmas for your story either. 
So I've been very busy just, you know, getting on with those important things. So I'm sure you understand where I've been at. It's been a, a rather frantic few weeks. The first week in particular was just adrenaline charged. I just, uh, yeah, I think everybody in Brisbane was just flogging themselves to uh, prepare and then to recover. And the first few weeks of recovery were stunning to watch. The, uh, the first 10 days, the first two weekends and the week in between um, was stunning to watch. The way the community rallied together and helped each other. There's so many wonderful stories about about people travelling up from the Gold Coast with their barbecues in the back of their utilities and, and uh, people just opening their doors because they were just above the flood line and allowing people to come in and use the toilets and make coffee. You know, all these community gestures that enabled people to uh, get on with cleaning up the mess. And thousands of people, we're talking about, officially... We're talking about 20,000 people who registered through the Brisbane City Council. And then unofficially, God knows how many other tens of thousands of people who rallied around the people who were flooded and helped them clean up their properties. It was, a, um, it was an incredibly heartwarming experience to watch people rally around to help people out and make it a lot better. Uh, it was wonderful. And when I was cleaning up my friend's place, even though it was only a very small job in comparison to some of the horrendous messes around there, we had people coming up the street and going, oh, do you want a hand? And it was like, no, thanks, it's all right. We've got this under control. It's only a small job. Go and find somebody who's a lot worse than us. And they'd trot on. But they just kept coming. There was a new team of people every 15 minutes wanting to help. And everybody was enthusiastic and everybody wanted to help. And it was a wonderful, wonderful um, thing to see that... You know, when push comes to shove, I mean, people are really good to each other and they stop thinking about themselves and what they can get out of it. They want to help and it was a wonderful experience. And I saw, I saw everybody forget about what's in it for me. Everybody was, we're in this together, let's fix it. And um, I'd imagine that's a very minor version of what must happen during things like the London Blitz and uh, the bombings of the German cities during World War II and, you know, even things like 9-11 when, you know, New York was uh, in crisis. Everybody would have been rallying around each other. I think I think sometimes disaster brings out the very best in people and uh, everybody rallies around each other. It was wonderful to see. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, I've already sent out emails to all the people I have got on my current list to have on the show. And I'm asking them and inquiring as to their availability to come on the show. It's not like the early days, as I've explained before, where, you know, I've got a heap of people to talk to. I've got to find people. I also have a couple of strategies for varying the show a little bit. I'm, you know, I'll keep them close to my chest because I want to experiment with them first before I embarrass myself. But I've got a couple of other ideas. I just need to uh, get a little bit of courage to go and explore a couple of things. But at the moment, I'm... Uh, I'm busy chasing things. Hopefully I'll be doing a recording next week for your story. And I'm um, busy back with Create Your Life Story because at the end of the day, Create Your Life Story, I think it's an incredibly good idea and I really want to encourage people to consider doing some recordings themselves of people in their life. And I want to continue to generate that content to get that out and promote it. If you know anybody who you think might be interested in that, get them over to createyourlifestory.com so they can find out what it's all about. And uh, I'm giving people a lot of assistance over there. Um, so I'm going to get back into that and get back into a lot of production and 
make that happen. As well as that, I'm looking forward to joining a few other things. Uh, by time, well, within a few days, hopefully, this podcast and Create Your Life Story will be part of the Lifestyle Pod Network, which is a, an Australian-based uh, podcasting network. Uh, we're in the process of just putting that together at the moment, and hopefully in the next week or two, that will be up and running. Um, so if you take a couple of weeks to get to this, you it may well be already up and running. There'll be some blog posts, of course, about that introducing it. I might even do another one of these addendums to introduce it. Uh, so that's all what's happening at the moment. And uh, I'm currently down by the Brisbane River. As I mentioned, I, I actually like to do these addendums while I'm strolling and rambling. Uh, I don't like to sit at home and do these where it's a little bit more formal, like the intro to the show. It's nice to get out and about in amongst the atmosphere. And as I'm walking around the river, there is all this... Um, silt that is just lying around. They've cleaned up a lot of it. They've cleaned up the roads, they've cleaned up the paths, but they haven't cleaned it up 100%. You know, it'll, have, it'll take nature to clean that up to allow the grass to grow back and everything. It's been, uh, it's been quite an experience going through a flood and uh, dealing with what happened. Even though I've been very lucky, I uh, dodged a bullet. I didn't actually get flooded. I just got impacted by all of that. But if you want to read that, go to iancath.com where I've got my IMEN blog and you can read what that's about but that should bring you people, you good folk out there who like to listen to the show, please don't unsubscribe please don't think I'm going away I'm still subscribed to a podcast out of London who hasn't produced any content in about two or three years desperately hoping that one day he'll produce some more content because it was a great show so um, please don't unsubscribe just leave it and maybe it'll be a period of time and then you'll get some more episodes this is not dead in the water I'm not pod fading and if I ever was to I'd do the right thing by you and let you know anyway but rest assured this does not pod fade it just goes quiet for a little while while I'm busy doing other things Uh, rest assured about that anyway I hope you're having a great day, wherever in the world you are. Uh, Let us know what you think. You can always get back to me at chat at yourstorypodcast.com and let me know any of your experiences or what your thoughts are about what we're up to. And if you've got any suggestions for the show, uh, let me know. I'd really appreciate any feedback. You need to place a comment underneath this post on the site at yourstorypodcast.com or you can send me an email to chat at yourstorypodcast.com. I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're having a great year. I think this is going to be a very good year. I always have thought that since the beginning of this year. I think it's going to be a very special year for all of us. And I think this disaster that we've had that started our year um, is actually going to be part of the reason why it's going to be a good year. So um, we'll see. Another 11 months to go. Have a great day, everybody, and I'll catch you around. Bye-bye for now.